Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. All right, guys. Welcome back. EYL, the re-up edition. Yeah. Re-up pack. Yeah. If you if you follow, if you haven't been under the rock for the last 15 months, you understand what this is about. This is going to be a legendary situation. So around uh, almost 13 months ago, yeah. I believe, yeah. Yeah, we, did, yeah. we, we did episode 44 of Earn Your Leisure with uh Leon Howard. <laughs> Big trap. <laughs> the biggest trapper. The biggest, the biggest, AKA Wall Street Trapper, AKA sure. Big Trap. You dig. You're it's coin. It's coin. It's already coin. And, um, <laughs> that episode just changed everything, man. If if this is your first time ever watching Earn Your Legion, you might not be familiar with us. Or our brother Wall Street Trapper, you know that he just is a dynamic force that's literally changing not only the culture, but the world as far as teaching stocks and teaching investing in a way that I've never seen anybody actually yeah. be able to relate, you know, um, common, you know, lang- language, street terms, <laughs> and um, break it down into very sophisticated business and stocks and investing uh, language. And it started a whole movement and it's thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that um, you know, our loyal trappers worldwide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the trappers, you man. I mean? That's you, a fact. That, that's that's, a that's, fact. A, that's how original it is, man. I can't. I haven't seen anybody even try to duplicate it. It's, it's so unique to you. You know what I mean? So kudos to you for that, bro. Yeah, Appreciate so, that. You know when the bro reached out and um, he was like, "Yo, I think it's time, man, for for you know round two. And Re-up. I'm like, man. Listen, let's let's do it, man. Let's break the internet again. And um, but he was like, you know, this time I, I got. A little different twist I want to put on it, so I'm mm-hmm. like, "All right, what's up? Like, talk to me." So he's like, "The first time, and if you haven't watched episode 44, you need to do that. You're doing yourself a tremendous disservice." But the first time, he was like, "You know, we just kind of we talked about investing, we talked about stocks, we talked about you know a lot of different things, like pretty much like a one-on-one." Yeah. But um, you know, where we at now is mm-hmm. is a pivotal moment, not only in just world history, 
but for our culture. Like this is this is a pendulum shift where you can actually make some real changes and change your, your generation for years to come. So he was like, yo, it's, it's bigger than just telling people what stocks to invest in. Like mm-hmm. we got an opportunity to actually change generations. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what you talking about? He's like, yo, I want to do something where it's like I'm laying out a blueprint for not only yourself, for your family and your children and your children's children. And that led to a series of conversations, mm-hmm. which led to, you know, us actually collaborating. And we're going to talk about that. Ooh. But, um, yeah, you know, we got <laughs> com- what, what my man, MG, the mortgage guy always say, collaboration is better than competition. competition. That's you know a what fact. I'm saying? So yeah. we actually, we, no, we're not leaving this up to yeah, the DuPont so and Carnegie's. Even bigger than just a show, like we put together something just on our own, you know, mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs just coming together that's just going you know what I mean really change everything but we definitely had to do a show I'm like bro we need to do a show like to really like get his Facts. get his game out here man so that's what we here for right now we're going to give a billion dollars worth of game a hundred <laughs> years worth of game for investing for you know how to how to really get up on on investing how to change your, your, fu- your future of your family how to dissect businesses all that stuff yeah. so Strap your seatbelts in, first and foremost. Get your Pyrex get dish. Your, get, your, <laughs> get your Pyrex dish Cooking. ready, man. And most importantly, trapper attire. Is required. Turn down the stove. Turn down the stove. First and foremost, man, welcome back, my brother. Man, I'm glad to be back, man. Shout out my brothers, man. Troy, Rashad, man. It's number love. Whole Earned Leisure family, man. Just appreciate y'all letting me come back you know anytime we put something together it seemed like we shift the culture every time <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. you know what i'm saying i know we just did a live like the other day you know what i'm saying and i think that was great that live we did that was impromptu yeah you know what i'm saying 10 30 at night we got 1500 people on a live and we just having a conversation similar to we all what we always have mm-hmm. and it's crazy for that because we allowed it was like us allowing people to hear a conversation that we always have you know what I'm saying? And I think that's just monumental, man. Every time we get to talk, you know, and I think it's a great balance for people because for me, I think I always say it's, it's, it's more of us than it is them. And and what I mean by that is it's more people trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? It's more people trying to understand how can I get in a better situation? What do I have to do to, to improve? Like I see people living and I'm tired of struggling. It's way more of us than it is the ones who figured it out. So for me, I feel like I always got to be in the trenches. I always got to be with the people trying to figure it out, even if I got to do it one by one. You know what I'm saying? So for them to hear that and for me to be with you all, like I love this platform because I, like I told y'all the first time, man, like y'all doing something amazing. You know what I'm saying? And it's showing 13 months later, man, we got almost 400,000 people on the gram with YouTube. Y'all. I almost got a million people, bro. Not even counting what people doing in audio, you know what y'all doing with audio. It's I can easily say y'all touch a million people every time y'all post something, bro. And it's not on no, you know, no laughing stuff. It's not on no, you know, just nothing cornballish and nothing, you know, nothing against that, bro. Yeah. But it's straight, <laughs> it's straight giving people what they need. It's straight. I know, I know it happens to me every time y'all see somebody. I can guarantee this. It ain't a day that y'all leave out y'all hood. Somebody tell y'all. Bro, y'all changing my life. You know what I'm saying? And for me, that mean a lot because I know what I injected to the culture in my past. So for me to be able to now say I can change a family with teaching them how to invest, teaching them about financial literacy, teaching them about the things I've learned and I can bring it to this, to y'all platform, 
man, I think that's amazing, man. Yeah. yeah. This this is one of those moments. Like I said, the last time you came here was a classic. Um, this time around, the scenery has changed a little bit. But I, I feel like it was a story getting to know who Wall Street Trapper was. And then you gave out knowledge, and I, I think the re-up now is like, here come the execution. Now we're gonna, now we're gonna put you on play <laughs> to really bridge the gap on like what you need to do now that you got the information. Yeah, and before we start, I gotta thank you also because we just came from Dykeman. Um, you was with us, Ooh. Trap was with us this whole week, and we was working out together. We was doing everything together, and um, you know we had an amazing, amazing community give back. Over four hundred turkeys was given away. Mm-hmm. Um, Ten thousand dollars in cash uh, gift cards was given away. TV, trip to Disneyland, um, iPad. It was just so much stuff, man. So shout out to Dykeman Basketball Tournament. Shout out to EEP Law. And shout out to MG the Mortgage Guy. Shout out to Jamal. Shout out to my sister. Shout out to everybody that just came. Shout out to Danielle. And you was a dead man. And the people came. Yo, they breezed past me. They breezed past me. they like, yo, excuse me. Is that Wall Street Travel? <laughs> yeah, man. Now, New York show me love, man. Like, when I look at my analytics, like, New York is the number one. And I know it's, it's two things to, you know, of course, I'm putting in work, but I know I rock with y'all so hard. Y'all always, it's, it's, it's literally not a podcast or a live that I've seen you all do where y'all don't say, shout my bro Wall Street Travel. I've seen y'all go on Revolt, and I, I saw Troy say one thing my brother Wall Street Trapper always said. So I think, you know, that I feel like New York is like another home, you know, because when I come here, I'm with y'all. Yeah. So for me to be amongst that, it's like, damn, like, they rocking with me in New York, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they showing me love. Like, people telling me, like, go eat here, Trap, go eat there. And, you know, so that was just love for me. And also, this time around, I felt more comfortable here. And just being in that whole area, that whole Dykeman area, I'm not gonna lie, I just I was looking around and I was seeing people and I was like, bro, like in my mind, I just kept saying, we got a lot more work to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kept saying that, I'm like, Troy, we got a lot more work to yep, do. Yep. Shout, we got a lot more work to do because I'm seeing it, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm seeing myself again, you know what I'm saying? I'm seeing me moving forward in progress and I'm seeing why I can't do certain things because I gotta go back here. Mm-hmm. The language in the hood is the same everywhere. Yep. The slang just change, but the language and the thread that's in every hood is the same. Struggle trying to figure it out. Keep bumping my head against the wall. You know what I'm saying? So for me is, all right, let me show them. I know you won't eat today, but let me show you how to put a meal on the table for generations, man. Oh, that's a fact, man. And that's a perfect segue. Because like Troy said, the first time was like the beginning. Now yep. it's like execution. Mm, yeah. um, so let's jump right into it as far as the investment. Right. You're the Wall Street trapper. So obviously stock market is your game. Right. So anybody that's been investing, I feel like a lot of people came into stocks around this pandemic mm-hmm. and um, it's been a, a flush of new investors yeah. that started to come into the marketplace. Um, and now they're actually being educated on stock market. They watching Trapping mm-hmm. Tuesdays, they watching Market Mondays. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ian. Shout out to Ian. Um, so let me ask you this. Yeah. One of the things even I struggle with sometimes is like, how do, you, how do you know when to sell a stock? Because mm. everybody, a lot of people tell you like, this is a good time to buy the stock, right? Like obviously like if it's 20% off of it's high, then you can use that metric. So if it's, you know, it's, it's, it's different strategies of how to know when to buy a stock. All right. But there's not really too many metrics or strategies that I've seen that's know when to sell a stock. So right. how do you, what's your thoughts on that? So I, I have a few ways in which I deal with selling the stock, right? So one of the ways is I ask, before I even buy a stock, first I want, you know, put a valuation on it. Like what I think the company is worth. 
So before you get doing anything, you got to put a price tag on it. After you research the business, after you understand what it's worth, because if you don't know what it's worth, you don't know when to sell. Mm. You don't know when to buy. So you got to put that price tag on it. And that only comes from doing the fundamental research, right? Understanding the business. And so one of the things I like to tell myself is, is simple. Um, once it gets to 100% for me, now it's time for me to think about do I have another business? Because I don't want to just sell. 100% profit? Yeah. Mm. I don't want to just sell and have the money sitting in my account. I think that's what most people do. Like, So you got to put a tag on it and then put a life expectancy on it. Like, what do I expect it to do in this time frame? And is it up a certain percentage in this time frame? So for me, the goal is already buy and hold five years, 10 years, 20 years. Like you have to have a life expectancy of it, how you want it to perform. And then I'm asking myself, well, in this time, if I'm up 100% or more, if I have another stock that I'm willing to invest in, that's why we should always be looking for new businesses. Mm. That's why I tell people all the time, like, I don't care what's going on. Every day I'm researching new businesses because the world going to keep on solving problems. That's what businesses are, man. They solve problems. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the world always is presented with a problem. Somebody's always going to try to do something better. Like Amazon drop, whatever they drop, boom. Snowflake coming with They say, I could do it better than Amazon. You feel what I'm saying? So now I'm saying, okay, let me find different businesses that are solving different problems or doing things better than other businesses. Even Jeff Bezos said that he said there's going to be a time where some businesses are going to come and do better than what I'm doing at what I'm doing, which is why he keeps on spreading the business out. So what I like to do is, again, put the light time span on it, uh, whether it's a five-year, three-year, two-year, one-year, whatever that case may be. If I'm up 100% or more and I found another business that I like, I can take those profits and then put it in another business. So, so when you get to 100%, right, right, are you saying, like, are you taking a portion of the shares or are you completely leaving the position? Nah, so I want to stay in a position. Right, if because if it's up a hundred percent to me, that means it's still performing well. Mm -hmm. Like if the fundamentals are increasing, management is doing a great job. That's cool. I don't want to exit that position, right? So yeah. I can take some of those profits, which means selling some of those shares from people don't know. Like because I heard people ask me that, like if I take profit, does that mean I'm selling some of the shares? Of course you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you sell some of those shares and you'll put it in a new business, and now you can start another position with those profits, which is ideal. You know what I'm saying? Um, another way for me to sell is if the business is not performing well. You know what I'm saying? So if I did the research on it, if I've evaluated a business, and also in evaluating a business, when you put a life expectancy on it, a uh, time span that you want to do, you're being intentional, right? And so you're asking yourself, what is the growth rate of this business? So how would you count? Because this is something that even today in Dykeman, somebody came up to me and he was like, you know, um, I know I should invest in a good company, but how do I know, how do I find how do I even find a good company? Like, do you have to like read newspapers? Like, how do you, like, yeah. what's your process to actually know? Okay, like you said, you gotta constantly find new businesses. Right. How do you constantly find new businesses? So an easy way for me, I still use the method uh, like I did in prison, man. I just look at all them ticker symbols that's going down the bottom of CNBC. Mm. Like, that's putting it on training wheels. Right. That's without you having to even <laughs> do anything. Or, like, you get on CNBC, shout to the trappers, cause I told them this and they do it now. Like you get on CNBC and there's a bunch of ticker symbols running across the bottom. Ones that you don't know about that like, now what is that? Write it down. Like don't be scared to do that. And another thing is also, I just look at what's going on. Everything I'm buying or everything, I'm looking at it saying, who made this? What this is? Who produced this? Who did that? You know, if I'm looking at tech, I want to see like what tech been, like the other day I found out that a business, the ticker symbol was RBYL. I was like, oh, this is the people who make Lysol. 
Like I didn't know who made it, but as I'm reading the papers, I saw that Lysol sales had increased by 70%. The first thing I want to know is who made that, hmm. right? Like who make that, like, who hmm. make Lysol, right? And I'm gonna find out if it's public or it's private, right? So I think that's the easy part in finding businesses. And then what happens is when you're looking at one business, it's always gonna shoot you to another business. It's always gonna shoot you to its competitor. Like, so that's for me, I always do that. What this business is doing, I won't compare it to something. So now I'm gonna look up such and such peers. So I know the competitor that I saw is Clorox. You know what I'm saying? So I'm that's easy. That's like it's it's not hard because 60% of the businesses in America are on the stock market. So now and part of your fundamentals is that's the first step, right? Look at right. the peers. What else are we doing to make sure that this is a good company? Are we looking at uh I know one of the things you love is no debt. But what are some right. other things that we're looking at when we're trying to figure out, yep, this is a good company? Moats. Ooh. Moats. Can I tell you when you said that last time? I, I always hear when you talk about moats. Well, I mean, we big Game of Thrones fans, so when we talk about <laughs> moats, it makes me think of like when they was at Castle Black and it was like, yo, they can't get into the castle because the water's always around. Yeah. And so like, I'm like, oh, that's how I'm gonna think about moats when you say that's it. That's exactly what so it is. Can you, can you talk about moats? So a moat is what protects a company from its competitors, mm. right? And so there's, there's different kinds of moats. And that's another thing for me too, when I'm looking at a business, I actually told a guy that's at Dykeman today, um, I was he, he he explained to me about a business he was looking at and he was like, they got a moat. And I was like, so what is the moat? And he was like, well, they the only person doing this in, in the field. And I said, ask yourself this question. Are they the only business that's doing it because they have an advantage? Like they can they have a patent on it or um, did management find a way to where they, it will cost another business too much money to try to replicate that? Or just can are they just the first ones to do it and then anybody else can come back and do it? If that's the case, it's not a moat. You know what I'm saying? If I can speed rap and then if Rashad if, if Troy studied me for three weeks and then he learned how to speed rap, then he can he can challenge me now. You feel what I'm saying? But if I can speed rap in a way that it, he can't get it, I now have set myself apart. Right? So a moat it, it, there's different moats that businesses can have. What mm. is a moat? So a moat is what protects a business from its competitors. Right, it's some type of product or service that uh, this business has that their competitors cannot do, and they cannot do it for multiple reasons. One, it'll cost them too much money to do it, right? So if it's gonna cost you too much money to replicate this, Chipotle or uh, Chipotle, <laughs> I would say, you feel me? Um, so they have this amazing moat where they build relationships anywhere that they build a store at they find local farmers within a hundred mile radius and they partner with them in anything that the farmers need. They're willing to help them for two reasons. One to make sure the crops are great and two to solidify themselves as the plug. So you grow fresh crops. I'm a bomb from you, but here, here's what you need. And if you need help with any of this, I'm gonna help you. Mm. Right. So now what that does is it allows them now for their competitors to come beat them. You got to double my price. So, so if now it now it's going to cut into your profit, yeah. which now gets into low operational costs, the cost that it costs a business to operate. You feel what I'm saying? So because Chipotle have done that yeah. now, the second mode to that is every day they give you fresh ingredients. Right. Because they've partnered with all of the local farmers around that business, right? So every day now they've guaranteed to give you fresh vegetables. That is extremely hard to replicate. 
it's gonna cost you too much money to replicate this. Yeah. So at this point, it's not even worth it. So it, I, from what I'm hearing, it's like, yo, if I wanted to make the burrito, right? If I don't have that mo, it's gonna cost me like sixteen dollars. Where it's gonna cost Chipotle like seven dollars. Something like that, yeah. So in that sense, and then pricing is a type of a mo. It's called a pricing mo. All right. So there, are there more types of modes? There's another another mo that I really love is called a switching mode. Okay. So a, excuse. A switching mode is so how hot so example let's think about this business called let's just think about apple let's just keep it simple mm -hmm. so most people who have iphone they also have macbook pros or they'll have an apple watch or they're in that apple ecosystem right the chances of me switching from apple to android or any other type of phone is slim to none because now I gotta switch all my information off the Apple cloud to somebody else's cloud. That's a switching mode. Mm. Or in business, a lot of businesses will do this. So let's say cybersecurity, right? So let's say a business has all of their, I'm using this cybersecurity business to protect all of my brands. It's extremely hard for me to switch from this cybersecurity company to another cybersecurity company because all of my information is stored here. It's, it becomes, now it becomes a hassle. Mm, Whereas I can just work, let's work this out to see what the problem is yeah. and fix it. So switching modes are extremely great because nobody likes to switch. People love conveniences. Businesses are the same way. I don't have to go through all, now I gotta shut business down, I gotta lose money, or I gotta be, I gotta open my business now and become vulnerable to something like cybersecurity is serious, yeah. which is why I love cybersecurity, right? So any brand that it becomes a hassle for another brand, for the business, for its customers or service to leave that brand, to go to another brand, that's a switching mode. Mm. So let me ask you this, as far as um, like another thing that we haven't spoke about before, you're real big on like, people hear like growth stocks, right? Mm. And, but what does that mean? Like what is a growth stock? Because for the average person, they're thinking like I'm only buying a stock so it can grow. Anything <laughs> so, that goes up. Fact. What's, what's the difference? Like I'm not buying a non-growth stock, right? Or a, a dead, stagnant stock. So right. what's a growth stock? All right. So this is this is dope. Like so, a while back, what I did was I had broke down stocks the way I break them down. So I put stocks in three different situations. Right is um, young bucks. OG gangsters and OGs, right? So it's three different categories. Okay. So young bucks are uh, I use in comparison, I use somebody like Lil Baby, right? So somebody who he has a huge upside. The potential he just started his career, mm -hmm. right? So his upside is extremely good, right? But what comes with that, because he's young, he's still liable to get make some mistakes along the way that may jeopardize his career. Right, but the upside is amazing. Like you see it, you see he's a star. Mm -hmm. Right, that's a growth stock. Right, that's somebody with a lot of potential. And what happens is growth stocks tend to outperform the market for numerous amount of years. But the thing about them is they are extremely volatile because the company will make mistakes, and a lot of times they aren't necessarily profitable in the beginning right so now what happens is the company you got to ask yourself 
risk tolerance comes into play. Like, can I deal with the downsides of this relationship with this stock? Right? And so then we have your gangsters, right? So your gangsters is somebody who probably who been around for a minute. They're a little more mature, right? Been in a, but they'll still, they'll still, you you'll see them in the news if something pop off, you know what I'm saying? Like something can happen, mm-hmm. right? And then you have your OGs, and that's like your Johnson and Johnsons. They've been around for, you know, they consistent, they ain't going nowhere. They here. So like somebody like Netflix would kind of be like a gangster. You know what I'm saying? They still kind of volatile, but you still see the upside. They still have growth in them. But any given day, you can get up and they down 2%, 3%. You know what I'm saying? Whereas a growth style, you get up today, it's up tomorrow, it's down 10%. You're like, God, dang. You know what I'm saying? What happened right here? Oh, yeah, you know, they shot a club up, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> you know club, what happened bro. right here? Like, he tripping. You know? He on TMZ well, right now. You know? so, 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 what, so that's a growth style. What about a value stock? So a value stock will a lot fall under like your OG stocks, okay? Right, somebody like Caterpillar, uh, somebody like Johnson and Johnson, Walgreens. So those are the OGs. Right? Yeah, it's OGs. So, but it has a ton of value, right? Mm. The value is there, but also value stocks tend to not have growth in their trading less than what the market says they should be trading at. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. then it will be an undervalued stock. But value stocks are stocks that have consistently performed well, provided value to the marketplace, and we, we just know what they're about. You know what I'm saying? And so it make it easy so people don't get lost in the sauce and confuse them. Think about your OGs. Like, think about stocks that have been around since you was a kid. Right, so, right, right. So, so, like a, so like a growth stock is something that has tremendous upside, but it's also... Extremely volatile, like, it can a, be young, volatile. Like, a, like a young rapper that's just getting money for the first time. Yeah, he yeah. gonna he gonna mess up some things. And then the what's the second one? The gangster. Yeah, the gangsters. gangsters. That's just like you've been around long enough where you know the ropes, but you still you, you like you a, still can make a mistake. Like a French Montana. <laughs> French is safe, man. I, I would say Jeezy. I was I was, no, I was, <laughs> I was OG. I was, so you get so now you gotta ask yourself like so. Jeezy would you could consider Jeezy so he would be like in the middle of you know and I don't really get into this because like when <laughs> <laughs> you, know, well, you said that I'm you like, like yeah that's not like Jeezy yeah but like so for me like I would look at somebody like when I made the post that's what it was like somebody like a Fab or a Jeezy okay for me that's like but, yeah and okay. then you know, so Jay Z is the OG is the OG where you not he, he not even get a parking ticket at nah this point. at this point like you know his <laughs> career like like Fat Joe. Uh, a Jeezy, a Nas, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's your OGs. Like they solid, they strong. You know, if they drop something, you gonna cop that on the strength because, like, you you remember it's gonna take you back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so your the gangsters would be like your, your Jeezy, your Fab. You know what I'm saying? Your Kiss. So so we got OGs, we got gangsters, and, and got we, young, bucks. young bucks. Yeah. Where you putting Tesla in that? Oh man. So for me, honestly, it's a young buck. Because even though they've been around, they've volatile. now become established and they're extremely volatile. Yeah. Right. And they like Elon running it like Suge Knight, man. <laughs> I do what I want, I say what I want, man. I don't care if you don't like it or not. I don't even care if the shareholders like what I say or not. Look, this is what we doing. The price, the stock too high. Boop. Next day the stock go down. You yeah. wake up like, yo, I was up eight hundred percent. How I woke up two hundred, you know what I'm saying? So Tesla is definitely a young buck. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But it's a it's one of those young bucks like little baby. Mm. Like every time I drop, it's a banger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're moving operations to Texas. <laughs> so what about what about um all right, like so some like what's an example of like a good growth stock out there right now? Um, in your opinion. Tesla was one, but we talked about that already. Right. Um I'm gonna be real. 
like Beyond Meat. Beyond Meat. Mm. I like Beyond Meat. I why, like why, it. why you like Beyond Meat? So because you so one of the things that's good to look at is actually um where where the in where the world is heading. Right? So we in and even though Beyond Meat isn't a healthy move, like let's just be real, a lot of people don't care about their health, bro. When like, you say it's not a healthy because, because it's, pro it's processed. It's process. Yes. But for somebody who is saying, true, I don't want to eat. True vegans. Yeah. Will no. be like, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But somebody who like, yo, I'm trying to eat better. I don't want to eat meat no more. The first thing they're going to do, beyond meat. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then when you look at market share, like it's in the fast food industry. It's partnering with fast foods. Yeah. It's partnering with your Trader Joe's. It's partnering with, you know, overseas. It's partnering with your Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like he moving, like he out there. He is like, it's like mixtape wheezy. Like, I mean, I'm everywhere you go, I'm there. I'm I'm dropping a mixtape here. I like I'm, that. I'm I dropping like a mixtape there. I like that. Track. You feel me? <laughs> it's mixtape wheezy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 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 putting it on my back. I'm gonna lead the way. You know what I'm saying? And so you know other people gonna come, but I'm out here. But at the same time, the minute somebody like McDonald's say I was just I was I was going yeah, there. The minute somebody like McDonald's say, no, nah, I ain't I ain't I ain't I am not bumping that over here. Yeah, we don't we don't I, and that, I, that's crazy that you said because in my mind I'm thinking like I'm, I'm happy you said Beyond Me because I was invested in Beyond Me. But when you hear somebody like McDonald's, obviously a big real estate play, obviously McDonald's, mm -hmm. when they say we don't need the middleman, we're not partnering with like an mm -hmm. impossible like Burger King did. What do you think it does to the business of, of Beyond Me? So what I love about them was this again: your mixtape Wheezy, right? It's a good song, but I'm better on the hook, or I'm better in it. So when McDonald's said that, what they said, hold up. Don't forget who you came to for that verse. Mm -hmm. Don't forget who you came to. And so McDonald's said, okay, you're right. We did partner with them in making the Mac veggie or whatever Mac it's called. McPlant, they the call it. The McPlant. Like, we did, we did go to Beyond Meat and get the formula. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I'm leading the industry. Like, this me. So, that, that to me, that's a great growth stock. Um... I'm not telling people to buy it though, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it at like sixty-six dollars. But it's just an example. Of, it's just an yeah, example of yeah. the nature of a growth. Like you can get up any given day and beyond me to be down ten percent. Mm -hmm. You know, but you can also get up any given day and it run for three weeks straight. You know what I'm saying? I've also seen that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so, that's the that's the example of that's a young buck. That's a growth stock. Let me ask you this: for for for, for common people that might be. Um, you know, struggling mm -hmm. just to just to have enough money to pay bills, right? Um, what would be your suggestion to kind of what's a good start away for them to actually start investing? Um, like, what's your opinion? Because I know, like, you know, what I'm saying a lot of times people might that might be a hurdle for them mm -hmm. to be like, well, I don't really have enough discretionary income to to put money into the stock market. Mm -hmm. What's your what's your what's your thoughts for them? So let me make sure I understand what you're saying, right? Like. You saying they don't have enough money to invest, or how should they start? Uh, I just want to make sure I can answer it correct. Well, no, like as far as like if they if they're struggling to invest, like what's some, mm -hmm. like what would be like? Because for me, I'm looking at like even like a, a HSA, right? Mm -hmm. Where people a lot of times might not be familiar with that. Like that's a way to actually start investing via your health insurance. Mm -hmm. It's like a backdoor investment way. People don't know a, H a HSA is. It's a Health savings account. Yeah, break that down, bro. Yeah, so so like the health savings account is so like you have like a high deductible health plan, right? Mm. Which is like very popular with young. Like I have a high deductible health plan, and it's like 
usually when you don't go to the doctor a lot, mm -hmm. um, your your premium, like why would you pay for the regular health plan like a HMO or a PPO when you can get a, a high deductible health plan? Mm. But the thing with the high deductible health plan is that it's a higher deductible. Okay. Right? So it's like, let's say you got the PPO, the premium might be like, let's say $400 a month. Mm. But with the high deductible plan, it's $200 a month. Okay. But your deductible is a lot higher. Your deductible might be two times higher mm. than the PPO. So if you if you go too many times, you get caught out there. Right. And you got to pay more money out of pocket. So it's a calculated risk. But a lot of young, the reason why I'm mentioning is that a lot of young people and a lot of people where every dollar is count, they might, either they don't go to the doctor that much or they're just making financial decisions where it's like, you know what, I really can't afford the PPO, so I'm mm. going to do the high deductible or whatever. So one of, the, one of okay. the good things with the high deductible plan is that it allows you with the um, health savings account. So with the health savings account, it's pretty much like a savings that you're putting money into to pay for that deductible mm. or any out-of-pocket expenses that you may have, right? But the good thing is that the money comes out of your paycheck before you actually get paid. Like It's like the 401k. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it, it actually lowers your taxable income because it's the thing with the 401k is that when you put money into a 401k, it's what's called pre-tax dollars. You know that. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you're making 100000 and you put 10000 in, now you're taxed on 90000 because it lowers mm -hmm. your taxable income by $10,000. So now with the HSA, like the most you can put in is 3500 3550 for a single person and 7100 for a family. So like let's say you put $3,000 into the HSA. So now that you're making you know $60,000. So now it lowers your taxable income. Mm. So you're not paying any taxes on it, right? But the cool thing about it is that, is that it can actually be invested, like how a 401k is. Mm. So you can put it in like different type of like investments, stock market investments, mutual funds, stuff like that. And now the money grows. So now let's say you put like $3,000 in for one year, right? But you got to go to the eye doctor and you got to get glasses or whatever, any type of medical expense. Instead of not having money to pay for it, you've been saving and you just use mm. your, your HSA okay. and they give you like a debit card and all that. But if you don't go to the doctor, because it's a calculated risk, right? right? That's the whole point of having a high deductible plan. You're not going to the doctor. So if you don't go to the doctor, what happens is that that money rolls over into the next year. Mm. So now next year you start with 3000, right? So what happens is that the money grows and it's kind of similar to an IRA because at the age 65, you can actually take that money out without paying a penalty. Mm. You take it out before you, you get a penalty. Okay. But now at 65, you can take the money out. You just pay state and federal tax. You don't pay a 10% penalty or a 20% penalty for taking the money out early. So that's kind of like a backdoor way, like for me, right. in my opinion, yeah. where it's like, I, I got to save money for my health insurance. Mm -hmm. So if my budget was, let's say $400 a month, right? Mm -hmm. I'd rather do the high deductible plan, put 200 towards the premium, yeah. 200 towards the HSA. If I got to use it for the, for the I'm going to use it anyway. Yeah, right. But if not, now that's going to be like an investment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a couple thousand dollars over the course of time adds up. You might have yeah, yeah. $200,000 in 30 years. I'm from the world where it was like, yo, if you didn't use your benefits this year, yeah. it don't roll yeah, over to next year. It's yeah. like, yo, you better use it by the 11th of November Fact. or well, it's gone. Well, the thing about it is there's so many different things as far as like, even with the 401k, people don't know that you got a raw 401k option. You mm -hmm. might have that. Like, And it's like, you don't even know a lot of times what's offered at your job. Mm -hmm. right? And this is why education is so important. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, little stuff like that might change the direction of your future. 1,000, 1,000%, bro. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? You, you, yeah. get, you get that email, like, 
in this world, in this world, you're not familiar with this. Nah, it's been know. a while, right? So in this world, like they give you an email, like, "Yo, this financial advisor is coming on December 15th. If you want to schedule an appointment, and it'll be some like dude with like, bald headed, <laughs> with glasses, and he talking to you, and you're like, "Yo, what is he talking about?" You right. know what I'm saying? But like this type of information is like, "Yo," yeah. but people just knew it. Yeah, man. But but so yeah, so like for you, like. I, I want you to really hammer the home. Like even you could save even a hundred dollars a month, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like I got even fifty dollars a month. I got you. Yeah. So let me say this first, man. I say this on Trapping Tuesday all the time, and I don't know if people <laughs> be thinking I'd be dead serious, yo. Listen, I'm not a fiduciary <laughs> or a financial advisor. Know that everything I say is for entertainment purposes only. Well, you can take them. If you can't mitigate the risk, you must seek out financial advisory. I'm not one, but I know one by the name of Rashad, <laughs> part of the Earn Your Leisure podcast. He can take you to glory. Well, take it I can just take you to the trap. That's it. Listen, this dude is so smart. Man. Uh, they sleep on. I say that every Tuesday, man, and people be laughing, but this dude is brilliant, man. <laughs> you, you right? He just broke that down. I'm, he had me like, man, I just got blue cross blue shit. Should have <laughs> did this. I'm happy I got. I should called this guy uh, first. You this one you think um, you know. This one you think you know, and he come with a, I got an idea. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's, that's, that's real talk, man. So um, one of the things I like to do is tell people to save, try to save 10%, whatever they make, mm. right? Whatever you make. If you get $100 a week, save 10%. If you get $100 every two weeks, save 10%. And so the easiest way to get in the market, because we understand that the stock market does for you way more than putting your money in the bank to do for you, mm -hmm. right? We already understand. We all have beat that drum forever, right? And so one of the things you can do is get into index funds or ETFs, mm. right? And the reason being is because, so let's say you're not, you're not, you're not comfortable enough to say, let me buy a Tesla. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have enough to buy a Tesla right now. Uh, I, I ain't, my risk tolerance uh, is not there yet to see beyond meat go down five, 10% and still be there. Right, and most people don't even understand, you know, and it's not because they don't know it because they just haven't been exposed to it yet. They don't know that if the stock you bought it at thirty dollars and it goes down to twenty eight, most people in their mind, I lost some money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's right. not the case. Yeah. So, one of the best things I would say for people to do is buy index funds like ETFs when you first got in the game. ETFs for me, ETFs better than index funds. You know what I'm saying, and it's simply because now you can get exposure to a specific industry. Right, and I know in episode 44, the classic, right? <laughs> we broke something down, but in the re-up, we gonna reiterate it, right? <laughs> so it's, it's an ETF is simple where, let's say I wanted to buy some marijuana stocks, right? But I know that's kind of a, a volatile industry. It's full of young bucks, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's full of young bucks. So what happens is you can buy the marijuana ETF and now depending on which one you buy, whether it's YOLO, whether it's MJ, you know what I'm saying? Now you have 15, 20, marijuana stocks at one time right and now if one or two of them down or three of them down the whole industry that whole etf might go down 50 cent right whereas if you in that one stock that went down any given morning you wake up and you down eight dollars you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so and also with indexed funds and etfs i'm not a fan of dollar cost averaging because that allows me to buy stocks overpriced over time but with index funds and ETFs that are fifty dollars, sixty dollars, you can buy into those every time. And dollar cost averaging for anybody is when you 
put money in every single month or every single yeah. it's a period mm-hmm. of time yeah. every week or whatever yeah the you appreciate it because you, like, you buy an apple you will buy no matter what the price is every first of the month yeah. you buy an apple ever no matter what the price is you buying it there just to stay in right and so for me i'm not a dollar cost averaging person i'm an averaging down type of person right and averaging down is saying i found it i bought it at 15 dollars. i don't care if it run all the way up right now what i do is i'm a every half a year or every two quarters i reevaluate every stock i'm invested in right to understand what a value is at so now if the stock price dips i'm not buying it but it dips at a below value price i can buy it right so example i bought amazon in 2018 at 1900 dollars I bought it in October. November, December 18, the market went into a correction. Mm-hmm. A, you know what I'm saying? And it went from 19 to 17, 1900 to 1700. I bought it at 1700. Now, what that does is that brings my $1,900 buy in price down to about 1825. Mm, yep. Right? So now I don't got to wait to get to 19 to see profit. Mm-hmm. I can start seeing profit again at 1875. Right, and so then it went from 18 to 16. I bought two more shares at 16. So now instead of me seeing profit at 18.75, I can probably see profit now at like 17.80 or something like that, right? And then it went down from 17 to, I mean, from 17 to 15, I missed it and I got it again at 13. So now instead of me seeing profit at 19, I now got profits at 1600. when I bought it at 1343, it brought my cost basis all the way down to like 1675. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm with buying that discount over a period of time. I'm okay with that. And I told um Smalls that I was like, yo, I don't like green markets. I like blood. <laughs> I like blood. You know what I'm saying? Because that means I can get stuff at a discount. But back to what we were saying, so with individual stocks, I'm a dollar cost average. But with index funds and ETFs, it's a great way for you to um, get in with a lower amount every time because there's no you, there's not the same requirement that you have not to put the same in requirement so now I can get in like you can get I think one is the um, one besides the ETF another in um, one is the there's like a high dividend ETF mm. right where it, it's like $42 right and you can get in it every month you know what I'm saying you can put you know you saving 10% of your money every week so that means once a month you can be able to get this index fund and it's uh, this ETF. And one of the things you can do is you can just say great dividend ETFs to invest in. Yeah. Right. And then the ETF itself is going, they've now done the homework for you. They've put the best dividend ETFs in that ETF. I mean, the best dividend stocks in that ETF. So now you don't have to, let me research this. Let me research that. You just look at the performance. How has it performed over the last year, five years? And you say, okay, cool. Every month I'm going to just put $50 in here. Right, uh, hundred dollars in here, and you can just keep doing that. So That's a great way. For when we me. doing when we doing you know that, we, are we are we looking into the expense ratios as well? Of course, and 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 it's just for the, so in case people don't know what the expense ratio is, that's just simply how much you're paying someone to mm-hmm. to, to run this, right. and it's extremely cheap. Like it's cheap. Like for me, when I'm looking at expense ratios, I want it to be less than one, right? So it's less than one. So I'm paying them less than 1%. And so with these ETFs, a lot of times you can get them at 0.75%, 0.65%, 0.50 cents. That's something like for every $1,000, you pay them $5. Mm. 
You know, I think that's I think that's something like people don't even realize, right? Like you're actually paying that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like kind of a hidden thing. You're not gonna feel it. Yeah, because what's gonna happen is it's it's called passive investing. Mm -hmm. So now what happens is once a year, whatever your returns are for the year, they will take five dollars out. You're not even gonna see it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't mind if you don't really know too much, and that gives you time to be in the market. One of the things I always say is time in the market is better than timing the market. Mm. Right? Say that. Say that again. Say that. <laughs> you said it like it was a Negro spiritual, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they waving from the back. <laughs> say that. That's a fact. That's what I'm saying, bro. I saw it. That's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Big trap. So, 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 so time Wait in the market. In the <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Um, time in the market is better than timing the market. Right, so just that experience, you know what I'm saying? Being in the market every day, putting your money in those, let's say you buying that ETF every month, you buying it, right? You in the market, right? You you letting them do the hard work, you've downsized the risk, your money is making money for you. So while you're letting that happen, you can be learning how to research. You can be learning what it takes and you can start a research in the business that inside the ETF. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can break that down to dimes. You know what I'm saying? You could break that break down a oh, bunch of dimes. Here come the pirates. You already know. <laughs> here come the <laughs> Big trap. <laughs> you yeah. can break that break down a dime. Like you can take that ETF and now go to Yahoo Finance. Mm-hmm. Right, simple. Go to Yahoo Finance, put the ETF in the search bar. Now you can go slide over to those hyperlinks. You'll see financials, you'll see summary, you'll see um, performance, and then you'll see holdings. Right, holdings is the companies inside of the ETF. Press that holdings, scroll down, because the first thing it's going to tell you is what what types of businesses are in the ETF. You'll see basic materials, in you know, financials, whatever. You go down and it'll show you now the businesses and the percent of those businesses that are inside, inside the ETF. ETF. Yep. And so now what happens is you can look at those businesses and start your research there. Hey, quick question for you though. Like, so you. when you see what's inside the holdings, what is the percentage you like, right? So like if I'm looking at a, uh, an XLY or something like mm-hmm. that and I see the allocation for a company, what number or percentage do you look like? You know what? I like that number, right? Do I want, I want them to be allocated like five to seven or is it like, Eight to ten percent of, mm-hmm. of some of like these big time companies. So they, so they all, they all differentiate. I'm not honestly that part. I'm not tripping on. Yeah. I, but I do want to know where the majority of the money is. Right. Right. So let's say we'll just use an example. We'll just say an ETF, XLB, whatever that is. Right. Yeah. We're just gonna throw some because I don't need nobody saying trap said this. <laughs> right. So let's say we're using um, XLB. Right. And let's say ten percent. Their top five holdings is Earn Your Leisure. Wall Street Trapper, uh, you know, and other businesses, right? Yeah. Um, and so let's say now we're looking at the holders and we see, okay, well, 10% of their money is in Earn Your Leisure. 8% of their money is in Wall Street Trapper. Right. So that means now if, if that was $100, $10 of that is in Earn Your Leisure. Right. $8 of that is in Wall Street Trapper. Right, so if it's a hundred dollars, you break those percentages down like that. What I do like to see is the businesses that they are strong in are solid businesses. Okay, you know what I'm saying? If they solid now, if you got a company that's bad, then that's why I like these ETFs because if a company is not performing, they gonna get them out of there. Right, like you know, it's just like you know, a gangster. Like if I got a trap booming and I got some soldiers, you gotta go. and you ain't performing. 
I got Trap bringing in this, Rashad bringing in this. You know Rashad ain't Trap, but you know. Rashad <laughs> bringing in this. I got them other Trappers bringing in this and you ain't performing. Fam, you gotta go. You yeah. out of a job. You can't run for me no more. What, what I need you for? You know what I'm saying? So they are gonna do that and a lot of them, they do it once a year or some of them may do it every two years, but they are gonna switch them out and put the next runner in there. Yeah, I think and I love that. Yeah, that's important too. Cause like you can actually see it happen, right? Yeah. If you check from a year to year or every six months sometimes, yeah. it just depends on the ETF. You'll actually see the allocation change, yeah. right? So you'll see one go from 4% to 8%. So it's mm -hmm. good to know like, yo, they see growth in that company. They're putting more money into that company. 100%. And so the ETF becomes even stronger. Let me yeah. ask you this. One thing that we haven't spoke about on this podcast yet in depth um, is gold. And that's something that's been popular this year, too. 2020, a lot of things have been ringing off in 2020. Mm -hmm. Gold is something that, you know, people are just hearing about. And they're like, I, I need to invest in gold. It's, it's going up. It's, you know, what's your thoughts on investing in gold? So I actually own two ounces of gold. Physical? Yeah. I got in a safe deposit box um, because one even when invest in buying gold, you have to be storage is key. Like you're not supposed to have gold just laying around. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's you can't put that under the mattress. I mean, you can, but <laughs> I found that you got some gold in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come holler at you. <laughs> 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 I don't live like that no more. <laughs> Big trap, we different. <laughs> we different. You he, he, he OG now. You OG. You OG now. But you know, so and then you got a miners. You know, if you tell somebody you got that in there, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So um, gold is an amazing product, man. It's an amazing um, protection of wealth, right? It's is what you would call um, insurance to your wealth and a hedge against the dollar. Um, so I actually think that everybody should own gold. Um, one of the greatest things about gold is that brick is broke. You can literally buy it in a kilo. My goal is to buy a kilo of gold. Mm. A thousand and one grand. That's, that's, a, that's a brick, a gold. It's a brick, baby. <laughs> it's a brick. The real brick. Yeah, it's a kilo. So my goal is to actually buy um, a kilo of gold. So where'd you buy gold from? Like, where? So you can get it in multiple ways. Now we talking physical gold. Uh, both. Let's yeah. talk about both. All right, so we can get physical gold from a certified dealer, or we can get get it from. Um, you can get online and check for actual gold um, exchanges and gold securities. Meaning, um, like they literally hold gold. Um, JM Bullion is one of them, like one of the best ones out there. I was just gonna ask you about yeah, that. JM Bullion is one yeah. of the they one of the best ones out there. But even when you buy your gold, what you gotta look for now is. So you're never going to get 100% gold. Because it's right. too soft. Yeah. yeah. So now you got to tap into how much of the mixture that's in the gold. You know what I'm saying? So now, you know, it's, you know we start looking at that. But um, you also got to pay attention when you're buying gold. Um, it's not easy to sell gold. Like, if you buy it, it's not easy to sell it back. Hmm. Right? Because now... So there's this thing called like the spot price on the gold, right? And that's what the gold is actually worth. And then you have what the dealer is gonna charge you. Again, it's the middleman. Like if I gotta go get it and I gotta sell it to you, then I won't mind. You know right. what I'm saying? So you ain't gonna go get it yourself. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta see who's paying, who's charging you the less, you know, who taxing you the less, like being on a block. You know what I'm saying? Like Rashad got it for 17, I got it for 17.5. 
right? So, mm-hmm. trap, why you charging me for 17 mm-hmm. Well, mine better. Your boy's paying too you much. Bring, <laughs> if you take too long to rock up, bring it back. You know what I'm saying? 17 paying too much. So, you know, you want to pay attention to that as well, but you can, um, it's definitely, you know, JM Bullion is one of the ones that I preferably be like. They're good people. But also, you can go to, you know, where people be buying these Rolexes and all that from. Like, a lot of these places, if it's a real Rolex that's not the Rolex dealer, they can be certified dealers. And you can literally go to them and be like, yo, I want to buy some gold. And they'll be like, all right, cool, I got you. You know what I'm saying? You can buy pellets of gold. You can buy gold coins. But, again, now you're looking at one of the things you got to ask them is, what is your fee? You know what I'm saying? And then a lot of times you try to sell, again, it's something to hold. You know what I'm saying? So if things get real, like we looked at the, if you look at usdebtclock.org, you'll see that the dollar loses value every day. The company is 20, this world is dipping $27 trillion in debt and growing, right? So we know that the more money they print, the less it's worth. A dollar today ain't worth a dollar tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the goal is. So as the dollar loses value, the goal actually goes up because people try to find safer places to put their money especially in volatile markets where, you know what I'm saying, things going crazy and they can't get into bonds mm-hmm. because that's usually the alternative, right? If stocks become too risky, then big investors say, well, let me get into bonds so they can get some type of return on their money, right? But if bond, if bond interest rates go too low, right, now they're like, okay, I don't want to be in bonds. And then what happens when interest rates go low, gold goes up. Why? Because everybody's going to say, let me get the gold. You feel what I'm saying? So now we start understanding that triangle offense like Phil Jackson. Stocks, bonds, gold. But really, gold is like that safe haven. You know what I'm saying? It's the safe house, right? It's going to be there. It's going to perform. But the thing about gold is if the stocks are performing well, then they don't need to be in gold. They can go to stocks and get a great return on their money. When stocks get too risky and bonds don't got a good rate, well, let me go to gold. Run the gold up. You know what I'm saying? So... I feel like I'm trapping right now. Well, so, so, <laughs> so that's the that's the physical, but then you can buy it like an ETF. You can buy like gold stock on the stock market, mm-hmm. right? How's that so, work? So now what happens is you won't buy physical gold on the stock market. You'll buy gold miners, mm-hmm. right? And that's a great place to be um, because what gold miners are the people who mine gold. Mining the gold. The companies. The companies, right? So you can buy gold miners, and then a lot of gold miners will actually be copper miners as well. Mm. Because some, in a lot of the gold, that's what they'll mix it with a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the gold miners will be copper miners. Um, some will be silver miners. Some will be platinum miners. So now you're just looking at that whole aspect, but you can buy gold miners and you can buy gold ETFs, which can actually be a mixture of miners and... Um, like just precious metal, other precious metals that's inside of that. One of them is called ounces, right? <laughs> Ticker symbol O-U-N-Z, you mm. know what I'm saying? So um, that's a gold ETF as well. So when we're looking at gold ETFs, right, and I'm thinking even like, I'm thinking to myself, just from a standpoint of like, yo, if people are mining the gold, who's supposed to buy it in the shovel so mine for them? Are we that's, looking? Come on, you, you, you talking my talk, <laughs> you know? So you think about that, like one of the things I say is, when this how most people got rich during the gold rush was not the people who was digging for gold. It was the people who sold the shovel. Right. That's who got rich. So that's a great place to be. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, one hundred percent. So let me ask you this. As far as last time we was here, we talked about a little bit, we touched on how to save for your kid, what custodial accounts, five twenty nine plan, things of that nature. Um, but I don't think we went over like too like in depth with the Atma and the Ugma. 
Right, right, can, right. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we did was we talked about, you know, just investing for my daughter. And that was like real dope um, because before I actually spoke on that, I never heard nobody talk about it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, one of the reasons what I did, so I was like, what's the difference between it? Because I wanted to do something for my daughter besides just putting money in a bank account. Like if I'm making my money work for me all the time, mm -hmm. And I'm saying, I'm going to do this for the long run. Then I'm and instantly a light went off in my head and was like, if I start my daughter now, she got way more time than me. Exactly. I can put a whole bunch of young bucks in her, uh, you know what I'm saying, custodial account and let it run. So you got two types. You got the UGMA and you got the UT, the UGMA and the UPMA. Mm -hmm. So one of them is a um, is uni, unified gift. gift. Yeah account and one of them is a transfer minor account yeah. right so one of them the ut the utma you can put um real estate you can put gold you can put art you can put intellectual properties and stocks and cash over there the ugma is a gift so you can only put stocks or bonds mutual funds etfs cash you can't put the real estate and the other stuff in there. So there's a limitation between the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the dope part about both of them is they're not tax deferred, but there's an advantage in having them. Whereas the first, I want to say, I think it's a thousand, a thousand fifty dollars, is tax free. Hmm. Everything from two thousand dollars on up get taxed at a children's rate, which is ten percent. Hmm. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you, it's still, you know, now you got to pay the taxes. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying on it? But it's still cool because and I think one of the things that our people, our culture have bad, and it's, again, it's not, we just got to learn it. We scared to pay taxes. The first thing somebody be like, man, I don't want to pay no taxes. When in reality, like paying taxes means you making money. You know what I'm saying? So now you just got to figure out how to decrease the taxes instead of not pay the taxes. You know what I'm saying? And so one of the ways you want to decrease taxes on the money you're making, right? So if you got your child in that UPMA account, right, or that you get, you're only paying 10%, no matter what it does, you're paying 10%. I'm cool with that. Whereas just regular income account, that's 28%, 23%. Like, that's major. So your child now from 0 to 18 or 21, depending on the state they're in, paying 10% and you changing their life, man, I'll take that. Yeah, it's powerful. It's powerful. And um, I think that having a conversation about generational wealth, that's has to be included in there because it's like it's you have the first step is investing for yourself. You can't save anybody till you save yourself. That's a fact. But mm -hmm. after you save, after you, you know, not even save yourself, after you start investing in yourself, now you have to start to invest in your children. That's 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 what we plug. That's the plug the generational if, wealth. If you're not doing that, you're selfish. They ain't told us that. Man, that's the plug. Like, you know, I always said, man, like, if I got it out the mud and I watched my mama get it out the mud and I watched my grandmother get it out the mud and I watched everybody around me get it out the mud, why the hell don't let my child get it out the mud? At some point, I got to say, I won't change this, yo. I got to say, man, it's different. And I feel like we, you know, we get so caught up in I'm living my best life 
to where we en- we trying to enjoy life so much to where you forget about they got generations that kind of come behind us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's a lot of stuff I don't do until I know for sure I've at least secured two generations. You know what I'm saying? And that comes with one, educating my daughter because even if I give her a million dollars, if I ain't educated on what to do with the million dollars, I've now wasted a million dollars. There's a saying that if you took all the wealth in the world and divided it equally, within 10 to 15 years, the wealthy people will be back in charge because they know what to do. Mm -hmm. We get a million dollars and we don't know what to do with it. We back into the famous quote I said in the beginning. Lions don't tell the gazelles and the zebras how to get away. Why? Because now I'm taking food out of my mouth. So as long as I don't tell you how to get away, you're going to always come back. But if I tell you how to get away, now you're going to go tell the zebra, look, this is how to get away from the lion. And the zebra going to go tell the giraffe and the gazelle, nah, nobody can't. I ain't got no tricks up my sleeve. Whereas if I don't tell nobody and I just keep it amongst my people, then we going to always eat. So I ain't mad at them for not giving us the game. I ain't around here saying, man, they should teach us this in school. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get the knowledge. Right, I'ma seek it. I'ma go get, I'ma flip every rock. I'ma kick in every dough, right? And once I get it, I'ma go back and regurgitate it to my daughter at the age of two. I'm, what's the stock? What's the asset? What's the liability? Does it make you money? You know, what's real estate? At an early age, I'm having this conversation. So now I'm teaching her a word a day. Like she's not still when I mean I said that then. Like a word, I'm teaching her two, three words a day about just financial literacy. Like, the school can do what the school's supposed to do. We're going to do some of that homework, too. But this financial literacy, this was going to save you. You know what I'm saying? Let right. me show you. This was going to save you, family. You know what I'm saying? So I'm teaching her that. So now I've did two things. I've showed her how to make a million through investing it, and I've taught her how to nurture a million with knowledge because information is the fertilizer to your wealth, man. That's how we save generations with knowledge. Pass them all the money you want, man. If you don't pass them no knowledge, you kill them. Nah, it's a true fact. And it was like, you know, bringing it full circle, you know, bigger than just, like I said, just bigger than just a podcast. When you reached out to me, like, we need to really do something to change the world. I Facts. hate the word culture because it just gets watered down so much. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's fact. People like, don't even have those. They don't even got culture. Yeah. It's like. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you for putting me on that. <laughs> but it was like, you know what I'm saying? Let's change the world. And um, the problem, you know, I never understood, like, until recently. Shout out to MG, the mortgage guy. Shout out. He uh, he enlightened me on a lot of different things. Like, you can only put so much information in a podcast. It's just a fact. This is why education is still important. I'm not anti-college. Like, people think I'm anti-college because I always talk bad about college. <laughs> I'm you not talking bad about college bro. all the time. I just feel like a lot of it's just a waste. Not even college so much, but high school. Just education, period. Education, yeah, I'm yeah, not, say that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not anti-college. Yeah. I, I have a college degree, but I just feel that don't let that go so, over your head. Yeah, say that again, man. No, I, everybody knows no, I have a college that's degree. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I didn't I, know that, bro. Yeah, he didn't know that. Yeah, I have a college degree. People, I, I, people, you, you know, I went to Hawaii yeah. and played basketball and all that. I forgot you did. I, didn't, yeah. I thought you was like on some, I just, just want to play ball and work. <laughs> nah, just nah, nah. That, people a, people got study. that misconception. Even like today, they was just like, yo, they know that I teach. But I'm like, yeah, Chad, you went to school too. Like, we both had education as a background for us. Not only did I go to the foundation. I finished in three years. Bro, I keep telling y'all, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> he could take you to glory, he, man. He, he definitely, he definitely nah, graduated. But, but, but what Mickey Facts, shout out to Mickey Facts, one of my favorite. Um, that's shout out to Bar? Yeah. Bars. That's hard. When he came on and he spit the freestyle for us and he said, um, formal education will get you a portion, but self-education will make you a fortune. Mm. And that's my life. Like, if I had to rely on my college degree right now, I'd be in trouble. Just honestly speaking, I'd be in trouble. Don't let that so go. Yeah. it's the things that I learned Outside of college, including earn your leisure, like just in the right. last Yo, 12, 1, 18 months, like, you know what I'm saying? That has literally, literally changed the trajectory of my, of not only my life, my son's life and God willing, his children's lives. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it literally has changed. Like you see people, would have, it's not a facade. If you follow all of us on Instagram, you see the growth. Right. That's, that's a fact. <laughs> Only through education. Yeah. So it's like when you came to me and you was like, yo, bro, let's do something. And we going back and forth. I'm like, let's do a podcast. Yeah, we're going to do a podcast. We're going right. to do, do a YouTube live. <laughs> That's the easy like, part. <laughs> I think the, the hard part when people get into podcasts is that you hear information that becomes overload. And some people are going to act on it. But unfortunately, a lot of people, it's just... It's just not enough. Like you mm-hmm. kind of need, and that's the good thing about school is like you need that certain level of like a tutor yep. to like walk you through it. And here's a screen share on the website and show you and like how to open an account and yep. like what stock to, like you know, sometimes you got to hold a person's hand. Unfortunately, in one hour, even two hours, is just not enough time to do that. So we're like, how do we do this? So he's going back and forth and this is the first time ever in Earn Your Leisure history where we actually collaborated with somebody Ooh. and put together, I don't even want to call it a curriculum. I don't want to call it a program. It's really a manual. Yeah. yeah. We, put, manual. we put together a manual for generational wealth. For yeah. generational wealth called the Family Pack. And um, it was just, like, the idea was just crazy. And it's like, you was like, yo, I need you on it too. Like, as an advisor, I need yeah. you on it. So I'm like, all right, so... We talk about dividends. You talk yes. about reach. You give them like five growth stocks to pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, mutual funds. I break down a mutual fund play because a lot of times people have the wrong misconceptions about mutual funds. But you can actually make a lot of money on the right mutual funds. Right. I learned and that Sometimes from you. you don't even right. have to pay a, a. The knock on mutual funds is that you pay a lot of money, but sometimes you don't have to pay that mm-hmm. if you if you know what you're doing. You get a no mm-hmm. load fund and these things yeah. that nature, and then we want. And you broke, broke that down. Broke down index fund. Broke down five twenty nine plans. I was going to say, don't leave that out, please. Five twenty nine plans is crazy because it's don't like we spoke out, about five twenty nine plans, but it's like you know, there's like thirty something states where you can actually get a tax benefit. Mm-hmm. But then there's like six states, but those thirty states you have to actually live in that state, and the five twenty nine plan has to be in that state. Mm. But then there's like six states where you can actually invest in anybody's state 529 plan and you can still get a tax break. So mm. it's just like, it's just always so many different levels of onions to peel back and then we went over the trust. Yes. And we Ooh. broke down, it's the first time ever I broke it down life insurance and actually like showed somebody like how I look at it as an advisor, like the access that I'm privy to, which is like, you don't have that as a regular person. Like, and I kind of like went through that. And I and broke down the dynasty trust in there. The Ooh. dynasty trust. Um, I'm just gonna, I keep going. I'm, 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 I'm gonna just let y'all keep nah, going nah, so nah. I don't miss nothing. Keep going, bro. It was, it was keep going. Whole, it was a whole thing, man. It was like we actually gave the formula and different how to make your child a millionaire. Mm. Guaranteed. With the investments. And it was like that alone took like a half an hour to actually explain. It's like a, it's like a whole thing. But um, it was just something like I said, it's like if we put that like it would, we would have to literally do 10 podcasts. 
and you still might miss something. Yeah, a whole season. Like, It'd be a whole saying? season. Like nobody's really gonna <laughs> sit for ten podcasts. That have to be like his own the Wall Street Trapper Earn Your Leisure show. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so talk about Don't sleep that. on that though. Talk about that. <laughs> talk about the family pack. Um, so for me, you know, the reason why I really came to you with the idea is, you know, this last year it was a lot of growth for me, and I realized that yo, like, I can talk about a lot of stuff um, because it's a, as you as you start learning more knowledge, you start seeking more knowledge, right? And I realized how knowledgeable you were, and we was having dope conversations. So for me, it was like, bro, like, like we can change something, but. We gonna have to walk them through it. Mm. Yeah, that was you was like we gotta we gotta have to <laughs> walk because you like yo they still not getting it. Yeah, you like they still not getting it. And like people come up to me, same they questions. Still don't get it, bro. Get like questions. we literally have to walk their hold their hands and walk them through this. And that's okay. No, it's okay. They're, and the reason why it's okay, and and I and I I see people get frustrated all the time. Like I see people on Instagram saying stuff like I told you this. Why are you doing? I'm like yo, you an educator. Right, mm-hmm. everybody sit in the class, learn different. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, no, we gotta walk them through it. One is because you don't know what you don't know until you exposed to it, right? I remember my first time cooking up, bro. I burnt it. The water turned brown. I had to call my auntie and she had to like show me what I was doing, but she played me because she took a lot of, you know, she, she took the, the shake out <laughs> of it. She she charged me for it, and she played me. And by the time I got what she left me with, it was just enough to get another package. But because she walked me through it, I ain't need her no more. So it was an L I took, but it was a learning lesson. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. So for me, I feel like over the last year, we've made financial literacy, investing in the stock market, and all the great that breakdowns that y'all do mm-hmm. every Tuesday and every Monday, we've now piqued people's interest. People understand now, especially with this pandemic, they like, yo, I gotta do something else. And they wanna do it. That's the great thing. Right. We've, we've now made it say, because I remember me coming up telling y'all, I'm telling my partners about it, and they like, bro, I'm not doing that, bro, you tripping. Right? And here we are a year later, my partner's now like, bro, I just bought some Apple and <laughs> people I don't know like, trap, you changed my life because I bought this. Changed. Right? The conversation changed because we've been beating it. Like, we ain't stopping. Market Monday, Trapping Tuesday, podcast. Market Monday, Trapping Tuesday, podcast. This We consistent. So now it's like we've peaked the interest and now people are like, all right, I want to do it, but I don't know what to do. All right, cool. That's what this wealth pack is about. Yeah. It's about saying, okay, I, I made the mistakes for you. Hopefully, ho- hopefully, hopefully that. you don't have to go through that. Hopefully. But I'm gonna make sure you ain't yeah. gonna do it. See, if I just tell it to you, you still liable to make the mistakes because you you trying to replay what I said, and it's gonna you know you ain't really getting it. I can tell you, watch out for that hole. But it's so many other things going on, you still fall in the hole. But now if I grab your hand and say, look, we are gonna step over this hole, and I got your hand, you like okay, let me step over the hole. Right, so it's important. It was important for me to say, let's shift gears. Let's not just tell them. Mm-hmm. Let's lead them. Yeah, and, and, and what what makes it so impressive is that you know most times people you know they they take programs, they take courses. It's really about themselves. Yep. But this ain't. This is about you, but it's about your family. And like, who doesn't want to set up that family? Right. Plug. You know what I'm saying? Who it's, doesn't want to be the plug to 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 create generational wealth for themselves? It's the most selfless act you can give. Yeah. So. 
I mean, it's, it's not even no more that we can actually even say about it. I just feel like it's just a really proud thing that we're proud of to partner with you as our, as our first product that we actually are a part of. That Blue I Magic. Actually, you know, performed on <laughs> like an artist. I feel like an artist, man. So, Produced, you know, be, directed. That's a fact, man. It's a dope feature, man. That's a fact, man. It's, Purple tape. This is, this I'm like, yeah, like Ghostface on the yeah. purple tape. <laughs> so you know, don't let Matt here say that. Matt <laughs> gonna say you the RZA, bro. <laughs> don't let Matt hear you say that Ghostface line, cause he's capped down. He's said a million times. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how he came up with Cap. I don't Donald, even know. Man. That's another story. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other podcast. So being that you know it's the holiday season, right? And we in the Black Friday vibe. We not even gonna wait till Black. Everybody dropping their situation on Black Friday. We literally gonna drop this right now. And you know, you was like, you know what? Trappers, earners, united, family. united front family. So <clears throat> we was going to do fifty percent off, right? Nope, fifty percent off off. Can't the do it. But you like, you know what? Let's just do something like a little even crazier. Let's do seventy five percent off for the first two hundred people. Yep. Out of the love, and then after that, it, it can go to fifty percent. So yep. the first two hundred people that um, are interested in, in investing in themselves, guaranteeing that that child becomes a millionaire, and just building generational. Say that growth. again, though. Guaranteed, yeah, kind of gloss over. That's it. a fact. Now we stamp. Yeah. We gonna stamp that. <laughs> yeah, stamp yeah. that. Nobody in the game. Nobody. No, it's nobody. Never, I ain't seen never, it. Never been done. This everybody play the safe route. Yeah, never nothing been, is guaranteed. Yeah. People, people give you in, like this is literally. This ain't for the lazy investor. Nah. This is for the. This is for the diligent person that's willing to really make the sacrifices to learn. Because it's gonna be there. You just gotta actually learn. Yeah, there's no house in it. It's like it's, there's no like. Hell, how do I do it? No, nah, like, no, nah, it's, it's everything, man. It took, it took the we we literally took the guesswork out of it. Yeah, yeah. So the first two hundred people, um, first come first serve. So please don't email. It's nothing we can do once it's gone. It is. <laughs> the first two hundred people will get seventy five percent off, seventy five percent off, and that's dropping right now, literally on Tuesday. And we're gonna run it as long as it lasts, and after that, it'll probably go fifty percent off. Yeah. Um, so you'll still get a discount. You just you know, it's just slightly. Slightly, it still be love. I mean, at fifty percent off, it's still love. Yeah. Um. So, where can they find that track? I know it'll be on our website, earnyourleisure.com. We'll have it on the alumni tab. We'll have it on the red tab on the front. You just go there, but they can also click the link in your bio, I believe, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna set it up. You know, my trap house like the Carter, man. <laughs> yeah, I already know, man. So yeah, you know, we are gonna have it on my on my link too. Um, I'm gonna put it up there, man. You know, I ain't even gonna lie, man. Like, I. <sighs> I feel like this is like some of my best work because hmm. I learned so much, you know what I'm saying? And for me, I, I'm a learning machine, but I'm not just a learner. Like I'm the person who go head first and figure it out. I won't get burnt. I won't, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like I won't make the mistakes so I can learn from it because when I, when I don't make no mistakes, I'm missing something. I go through it so you won't do it yeah, after Yeah, you know me. what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like, you know, it was great for all of us to get together because I, I know for sure that it wasn't about how much money we can make. I know for sure it was about, bro, the culture need, the world need us. Yeah, yeah. Our people need us. You know what I'm saying? So who else they relating to better than Wall Street Trapper Earn Your Leisure? That's a fact. Troy, what's the website? Yeah, so it's trappingwithEYL.com. That's T-R-A-P-P-I-N mm. with I got I to get you in there. With EYL.com. You know how we play this. Don't wait. Don't hesitate, man. 200 people. Get over there. So you can click the link in our bio. You can click the link in Trap's bio. Or you can go to the website direct. Mm -hmm. um, Trap, always a pleasure, my brother. What would you like to tell the people before you head out? Man, listen. So the most important thing for us to do is, man, 
solidify the generations behind us. We do that by educating ourselves now. If we don't educate ourselves, we can't save nobody, right? So I think it's important that we put the next generation in play because ain't nobody going to save us, man. Mm-mm. Something I always say, man, if you allow them to feed you, you mm-hmm. give them permission to starve you. And with this right here, you ain't giving nobody permission to starve your family. That's a fact. Troy, housekeeping items? Yeah, shout out to everybody on Patreon.com. Y'all know that's our Proud to Pay program. Obviously, the top tier, tier level five, y'all get access to EYL University, the number one school for business, finance, and entrepreneurism in the world. Um, So shout out to all the earners that's part of that. And shout out to everybody that has been supporting the brand new merch. It's off to a great start. um, We still running a discount on that, so go ahead and get your stuff, earners. Go grab the 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 items that are exclusively to you, and uh, shout out to our collaborations, man. That 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 uh that tie dye joint went crazy. That was crazy. I'm still waiting on mine. Kind of weird. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the merch team too, man. Shout out to Bam. Shout out to Smitty, um, out in Atlanta. Shout out to Mike. Yeah, so don't forget, man. Fifty percent off all merch too. So hit the merch store, and we extended the fifty percent EYL code as well. EYL fifty for both the merch and EYL University as well. So make sure you tap in with that. Good day, good people, or good night, wherever you are in the world. Um, It's been a pleasure, as always, and uh, thank you guys for rocking with us. We'll see you next week. Big trap. (laughs) Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.